Have you ever been in a situation before where you've been networking with some people that you want to be friends with, maybe celebrities, maybe people that you want to be like, you want to earn the money like them, or you want to learn from them, and you've shat yourself, you have had no idea what to say, or you screwed it up and you asked them for a selfie? And have you ever wondered to yourself, how do some people that are massive influencers or they're celebrities or whatever it is, why do they all hang around each other and how can you actually get into that circle? How can you surround yourself with more people that are just like that? If you've ever asked those questions, I'm gonna give you guys three things that I've done in the past that have helped me to network with celebrities and some of the biggest people in my industry that I think have worked pretty well for me. But before I get into them, what I wanna tell you guys is this. Welcome to the Dream Out Loud family, where young entrepreneurs come to learn the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan T. Nelson, a former carpenter who created financial freedom by the age of 23 and have since spent my time traveling around the world living my dream life, inspiring, educating, and teaching other young people how they can do the same. Each and every week, I'll bring you the most epic guests who are going to share their stories, wisdom, tips and tricks on how they've been able to create a life by design. Here at Dream Out Loud, we're committed to helping inspire and educate you to be able to execute your full potential. You and I both know that proximity is power. You are literally the sum of the people you surround yourself with. Period. So if you want to be a multimillionaire and you surround yourself with five multimillionaires, chances are you're going to learn a thing or two about making lots of money. If you're on this journey and you're watching this channel right here, chances are you already know that you are who you hang around and it's probably why you clicked on this and you want to listen to it. So if you're not yet on the journey of wanting to network with incredibly successful people, then please start today because this has been one of the catalysts for growth for me. I've been mentored by so many people now around the world and that's truly one of the things that's helped me accelerate my growth in so many areas of my life and got me to where I am right now. So what I wanna do, the intention with this is to give you guys some things that I've done that has worked for me just so you can go out there and actually network a little bit more effectively and not screw things up. The biggest event I've ever spoken at now is over 6,000 people. And what happens is when I get off stage, people wanna come up and take a photo and it's amazing and I actually like it. Like ask anyone who is in that sort of space, they like to get the photo. It strokes their ego, why not? It's incredible. But here's what I know from my perspective. If two people come up to me, one person comes running up to me and they're like, oh my God, Morgan, please, can I get a photo? I'm like, yeah, of course, that's amazing. But here's what happens automatically. I put them in the circle of being like, they're a fan which is cool, which is fine. But what I don't want to do is go hang out with that person, have dinner, because I'm, I'm afraid that they might just want to pick my brain all night long, which again is also super fine, but I'll charge people $2,000 for an hour to have a consult with me. So I'm weary of my time and my energy and where it's actually going. But if the second person comes up to me and they say something to me like, dude, I noticed you've been doing some skydiving lately. You know, like I'm getting my license. Is there any advice you'd give me? I'd be like, dude, you're getting skydiving? And I'd be like so jazzed to want to talk to them. And I would see them as someone like me, not a person wanting to get a photo and all these types of things. And I would just put them in a different kind of category. So I started to use these types of things on how people interact with me and the things that I like and why I choose to hang around certain people and why I choose to not hang around certain people and how I can spot red flags and all these types of things. And I wanna give them to you. So here's just three things that I do, okay? The first one is this. The first one is I'm gonna do exactly what I just shared with you just then. I'm actually gonna praise them, but not with the thing that you think that I should probably praise them with. Let me give you an example. I was having a conversation with one of my friends, Sam, one day, and Sam's one of the top dating coaches in Australia. He's an absolute boss at it. And now he's kind of pivoted to coaching CEOs and stuff with some 
social dynamics and help them sort of improve how they communicate. And I asked him the question, I say, what's the key to networking with high successful people? And he says, like, you, you need to find things that they've achieved and the things that they're interested in, but find a way to bring it into conversation where it doesn't feel like you're fangirling them. For example, I was at an event a few weeks ago speaking with Stephen Bartlett. Now, if I also go up to Stephen and say, oh my God, Stephen, I watch your podcast. It's so amazing. You've done so well. I love your new book. I can't wait to read it. It's gonna be so amazing. Can we get a photo, Stephen? If I went up to him and, and, and said that, he would have been like, that's amazing and thanks so much because he's a super nice guy. And we would have got the photo, it would have been amazing. But then 3.7 seconds later, I would have been just another person who did that. So what I did was when I had the opportunity to sort of have a conversation with him and meet him, I wanted to go in with a different angle. So what I saw the day before was he was actually hanging around with the Prince William and I'm talking about doing a fundraiser and a charity thing. And I wanted to find something that he was also interested in other than his work accomplishment. So the first thing I said to him was actually, I complimented him on his, his outfit because we were dressed the exact same, we had a laugh. But then I asked him, I said, hey, tell me a little bit more about this charity that you're supporting because we do a lot of philanthropic things as well and I'd like to look into it. And instantly we connected on the fact that he's donating money or he's doing things for actually charity. And we started having a conversation and we bonded over that. Now it didn't really go anywhere, but what I'm saying is I know it's a different conversation as to the person who would come and just be like, can I just get a selfie with you? So we had a little bit of a conversation like that. We talked in different charities that we're supporting and how we could maybe even do something together. And what I did here leads into the third thing that I'm gonna teach you. So hold this thought and I come back to what I did here. But I asked him, I said, what's the website and how can I also get involved? And we exchanged some things there. I'm gonna explain that in step three. And then after, cause there's heaps of other people around, I didn't wanna be disrespectful and take time and said, hey dude, let's get a quick photo and uh, great chat, I'll catch up with you soon. Took a quick photo and I was on my way. I was out of there. That's the first thing I did. So I came up and I actually found something other than his work accomplishments, other than the thing that most people would come up and be like, oh my God, you've done this. This is incredible, amazing, right? This is so good. So he came up and he did this. So I wanted to find something completely different. And then I went with that, something that's heartfelt for him, something that's different. Like I said, the person kind of talking to skydiving about me, knowing that I've just got my skydive license, that's something exciting that I actually want to talk to people about. doesn't matter who you are, if you're a skydiver, I'm like, boom, I'm a skydiver too. Let's talk about skydiving, that's amazing. So the thing is what you wanna do, you wanna do a little bit of research on these people and know what are the things that they're really involved in? What are the things that excite them outside of just their accomplishments? And go and have a conversation with them about one of those. Okay, the second thing is what you wanna do is instead of asking them for something, like a lot of people will try and shoot their shot and be like, hey, can I get you on a podcast? Hey, can I do this? Hey, can I have this? Hey, can I have this? And trying to ask for something, it's feeling like attacked. And also if you think about if there's lots of other people around and everyone's doing that, the chances of them wanting to give something to every single one of you are absolutely slim. So what I've found is to you. What's up Dream Nation? Have you ever wondered how far ahead your life would have already been if you had got access to this type of content at a younger age? Look, this is why I need your help. I'm trying to build the number one personal development platform out there to teach you guys the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live your dream life and to bring the type of education that we all wish we had in school. This show only grows by word of mouth and new subscribers. So it would mean the world to me if you could smash that subscribe button right now, leave us a five-star written review or drop a comment below and share this episode with a friend. I would be forever grateful, all right? Now let's get back into this episode. Is to use the law of reciprocity. Often if somebody gives you something, you feel obliged, you actually feel more likely to want to give them something back instead. So I'll just look for a different way on how I can actually give. And have you ever wondered to yourself, how do some people that are back, because that's just who I am anyway, but I'll look for something, how can I give value to this person? There was another speaker there on the same weekend, Chris Williamson, who's an absolute G, total cool dude. And um, he was just getting into speaking. 
And he's someone that I'd like to develop a more like a, a better relationship with. And one thing I just noticed that he was wanting to improve his speaking ability. And this is something that I actually train speakers on. I train trainers back home. We have a whole program for it. So I just quickly wrote out a few things. I said, hey, dude, here's a few things that I actually do in my in my talks. This really helped me. And I explained it to him. I said, um, I know you get into it. If you've got any other questions, just hit us up. I just, you know, maybe it can be a value. And he's like, thanks, man. Like it was incredible. And then we sat down, we had we had a big chat about podcasting and we just had a good conversation. It was, it was a bit of a value exchange. I wasn't just being like, Chris, tell me all your secrets or just being a weirdo. I was just trying to be a normal dude and actually help him be more successful as well. This is how I always just lead all my relationships, especially with people who I really want to network with. I'm going to look for, hey, what could I actually add into their life, into their businesses to support them? And the last one is this. I'll always look for, I'm not going to try and get what I want from the first thing. I'm going to want to try and build a relationship, prove that I'm not a weirdo, and then look for how I can set up the next encounter. So what I chat about with Stephen was this charity he's supporting and how I can also get involved with it. And that was my key. I was like, I want to get involved with this because if he's supporting this charity, I want to look for how I can also support this charity as well because maybe we'll see each other and we'll bump into each other at another charity fundraiser event or something like that. I'm not sure how it's actually going to unfold yet. But this was just one thing, one example. But what I'll often try and do is talk to them and go, hey, what's the best way that we can keep in contact? Another example, I met uh, Ali Abdul the other day. He's one of the He's the number one YouTuber in the world for productivity. Absolute G, super cool dude. We're having mad chats, value exchange, those ads of value to him, we're having a good chat. We just really hit it off. And before I left, I said, hey man, would love, love to rock a podcast with you and you know help get your book out to my network. What's the best way we can keep in contact? And he connected me with his assistant. He said, well, I'm actually coming to Australia soon. So just keep an eye out because we're gonna be doing a podcast together with Ali Abdul. And he said, let's keep in contact, would love to do that. That's the only things I think about. So I go into every single conversation, every single networking event, just with those sort of three things in mind. One, how can I find some common ground with them apart from their obvious achievements and awards because everyone gives them praise on all those things anyway. The second thing, how can I actually just give value to this person, whether it's been an incredible conversation, network with them, connect them with someone who could help them, support them in any sort of way. How can I add value? And the third thing is just look for something on how I can set up the next encounter with them, whether it be an interview with them, whether it be doing a charity event together, whether it being a similar event we're going to, a dinner, a conversation, anything. I'm just going to look for, hey, what's the next thing? There's so many other things I do as well. And maybe I'll break it down a little bit more in a, in a later episode. But these things were on my mind. It's really helped me. I've been network some incredible people now. And this is also going from someone who's extremely shy, unconfident, didn't even know how to speak, can barely read or write properly. And I've been able to put these things in, into play and actually been on networks with some amazing people. I've had people like Les Brown on the podcast, Dr. John Martini. I've had, I had people come speak at my events where people come and say to me, how did you be able to pull this and get this person to speak at your event? Just be a human. I have a conversation with them and I follow these three things. The third one is I get them, hey, I've got an event coming up. Would you like to come and speak at it, right? There's always things like this I do just to always keep the relationship going, okay? But one thing to actually note here is if you use this for like, bad or just to manipulate, then you'll soon be found out. And then people won't want to network with you anyway. Only people are also like you. So if you're a good person, kind-hearted, impact-driven, you're going to find it very easy to also network with kind people, impact-driven people as well. So guys, if you like this episode, you may also like this video here that I did. I actually did a review on Stephen Bartlett's book. We had a conversation. He gave me this book and I want to do a quick review. I dove into my five favorite things from his book, plus the sneaky thing that he did that no one's even gonna notice. So if you like this episode, go and check out this episode because there's heaps of value in that as well. Until the next episode, guys, go out there and dream out loud. Thank you so much for listening. And if you got value from this episode, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 20 seconds of your time, leave me a five-star rating and written review, 
then screenshot this episode and share it to your story. And make sure you tag me for that shout out. And until next time, guys, go out there and dream out loud.